This is HR in Review, a podcast dedicated to HR thought leadership, actionable advice, and all the latest developments in human resource management. Welcome to another episode of the HR in Review show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum, and joining me on this episode is Lena Thompson, the founder and speaker over at Lena Thompson International. Lena has 15 plus years of experience in the corporate arena, consulting, training, and designing systems for clients, including CBRE, Anglo-Irish Bank, Bank of Kuwait, and others. In 2018, Lena left her career to figure out her meaning in life and find her passion. That's very admirable. Now, Lena is an award-winning entrepreneur and international speaker whose mission is to bridge the gap between spirituality and the corporate world. Hey, Lena, welcome to the show today. Hi, Bill. Thank you so much for having me. So, Lena, beyond my reintroduction there, why don't you take a minute and introduce yourself to our audience? Yeah, absolutely. So you gave already a brief introduction. My background is corporates. I was a computer programmer analyst for many years. I worked in London and also internationally in many different countries in the world. But I got to the stage in my life where no matter how much success and wealth or whatever it is I've accumulated, I never really felt satisfied. And go to the breaking points in my life where I didn't really know where my life was going. All I knew that I needed something to change. And that really, um, I guess, inspired me to go on this whole self-discovery journey, which I've been on over the last few years. And now I want to bring my, my knowledge, my experience, my passion back into, into my profession or into the corporate arena. This edition of HR in Review is a special guest episode brought to you in partnership with our friends at the North American-based HR Chat podcast, a podcast focused on interviews with HR, talent and tech experts. Okay, thank you very much there, Lena, for the, the intro. So what's your, what's your journey been like since? Uh, well, I mean, it's still it's an ongoing journey, right? It just never really ends. But you know, initially when I first started, I wanted to really get rid of that stress and anxiety that I experienced in my daily life, you know, just juggling work and, and parenthood and all of that. And when I first went into this um, a retreat, I guess, it was a seven-day event with a neuroscientist called Dr. Jody Spencer. My mission was literally just to to, to come out more relaxed, but that prompted me on a much deeper journey going within myself and really analyzing why I behaved a certain way, why I did certain things and why I repeated um, certain patterns. And now, I guess, you know, looking at the way how the world has changed, so many things have changed externally. Um, I really wanted to, as I said, you know, to bring this knowledge and all of this experience and everything I've gathered back into into corporate world to really help people to not just keep on changing things around them because you know when whenever we change try to change things around us we need to understand that all of these changes are going to be very temporary and i'm sure we've all been in the stages in our lives where we strive for a new career for a new job opportunity for more money more whatever it is and we only get there and then this happiness or that fulfillment is temporary so how do we actually then you know, cultivated happiness, cultivated fulfillment um, within ourselves. And this has been my work over the last couple of years. If you enjoy the HR and Review podcast, please consider giving us a five-star rating in iTunes or in your podcast app of choice. This helps others find us and grow our community of HR and related professionals. 
Lena, you talk a lot about productivity. So I guess any productivity tips or suggestions for ways to think about productivity for our listeners today? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so productivity, you know, always like whenever I talk about it, I always focus on three key elements. It's decisions, it's our energy, and it's also our strength. And that all comes with self-awareness. And let's start with energy. I mean, by energy, I don't mean how much we exercise or the food we eat. We all have within us like energetic supply. It's our structure, you know, just how different we are on a physical level. We're also very different on an energetic level. We are very, very unique. So um, understanding that energetic blueprint will then help us to optimize our energy in all aspects of our lives. And for example, just to give you like a practical example, some people have the energy to go and initiate things. Some people have energy to work and they are the worker bees, they are the, the doers of the world. But the only way they actually have this consistent of energy is when they feel passionate and excited about things that they do, which actually makes a lot of sense because even in my career, I found that I sometimes can work through the entire night if I'm passionate about something, but give me like documentation to do for example that drains me and i literally have no energy to go through it then other people they get energized through opportunity to lead and guide others they're not really here to do things so understanding how genetically you are wired is a first step massive step towards productivity then it's also understanding your strength you know too much you've got such a long list of things to do and we prioritize things that we don't really like doing or things that drain us so by the time we get to do things that actually we enjoy doing we have no energy to to complete them so it's shifting your priorities and then the last thing is decisions trusting yourself to make decisions and this is where the spirituality the self-awareness comes from where you know how to make the decision and stick by it regardless the chaos you may find yourself in or all of this you know external turmoil that we often get caught up in at work and also at home okay thank you and we'll uh, we'll talk a bit more about the spirituality side shortly um uh, but let, let's just chat a bit more focus a bit more on uh, the emotional intelligence piece if you don't mind in your opinion why is high eq important for effective leaders i can't even believe i'm having to ask this question in 2023 but for those out there those leaders who still don't get it lena can you explain it to them? Well, because, you know, the thing is what a lot of what well, a lot of us expect really is we expect other people to behave differently so we can feel differently about ourselves. Right. We go to the meeting and then somebody says something that's, well, I call it the trigger. You know, you can say pushes the buttons and then we're like, well, this person is saying this wrong. How dare they to talk to me or to say this kind of thing? Then we go to a different meeting, somebody else says something, and then we keep always reacting, blaming something, somebody always outside of us, not actually realizing that it's something within us that we haven't really been uh, aware of before, and it's something we've got to deal with within ourselves. So by reacting like that, it also, also raises our cortisol levels, so then we start responding not from the level of being aware, from the calmness, from being grounded, but rather by just like blaming and judging others. And um, I still see that happening quite a lot in a corporate place. So understanding that the people around you are only really reflecting to you who you are being on an inside and by taking ownership of your own feelings, your emotions and your thoughts. I mean, that's what the I think that's what the true leader is. 
Why not subscribe to the premium version of HR in Review? You'll get ad-free content, early and extra episodes and more. Even better, although it's the premium edition, it's absolutely free. Sign up at hrreview.co.uk slash podcast. Let's now focus in on the spirituality piece, Lena. How do you think spirituality can be used in the business world? And maybe as part of that answer, you can suggest how can we make it practical, i.e. what tools can organizations use? Yeah, so I mean, firstly, I think we need to look really at what spirituality is. You know, I was speaking to someone, I was actually at the Disrupt events, and I was speaking to someone, and they said to me, what do you even mean by spirituality? And it's a great question, because for many people, it means like sitting, meditating somewhere in the mountains. But all spirituality is, is becoming self-aware. As I've mentioned just now in my previous answers, becoming aware of your thoughts, of your emotions, of your actions, taking ownership, realizing that there's nobody to blame. And... um and I believe, you know, this is by becoming more of ourselves, there is going to be a lot less conflict in, in organizations. The thing is, we all take care of two types of environment, right? Each and every single one of us. We've got our inner environment and our outer environment. And our inner environment is something that we are all concerned about. And what I mean by that is we want to feel happy. We want to feel loved. We want to feel seen, appreciated. But instead of actually then working on that inner environment, we put all our focus on the outer environment. And it's like rearranging rearranging deck chairs on a Titanic and expecting a different outcome. And this is exactly what we're doing. You know, we chase the new job. We try to like um, do so many adjustments and changes around this, but we completely fail to realize the fact that we are the common denominator. So instead of working from the inside to see the permanent long-lasting changes, we're just working on the outside and that creates only temporary changes. And that's what I mean by spirituality, by becoming aware of yourself. It's all great to bring new processes, hire new people, bring all artificial intelligence into your organizations. Amazing. But it's it's still it's not solving that that cause that the root problem. And that's ourselves. And that's what to me spirituality is. It's just becoming aware of, of who we are. If you have any comments on the HR and Review podcast, would like to suggest a topic or speaker, or provide other feedback, you can contact us using the email podcast at hrreview.co.uk. We look forward to hearing from you. Okay, and then in terms of the the, the related tools that organisations can use, can you point to some of those? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, you know, organisations invest thousands and thousands of pounds, dollars, into professional developments, but I don't feel that enough is firstly being invested into personal development, uh, you know, exposing people to different, I guess, spiritual practices. And these can be just so simple as even encouraging people for 30 minutes to shut down the laptop and go outside for a walk. I know it sounds very, very simple, but it's changes the way we work it creates space for us to actually literally listen you know to your to connect to your intuition our wisdom even einstein he said that intuition is our greatest gift and a lot of us we ignore it in a western world so encouraging people to pause throughout the day to go for a walk to actually even even do nothing to sit and contemplate um another thing is and this is the one uh one framework especially I've been speaking a lot about is called human design and just to quickly give an overview of what human design is if you you're probably familiar with like Maya Briggs 
uh, Disk Strength Finder. So human design is kind of builds on those platforms, but introduces one key element to it. It's our energy. And it's such, it really can help us understand how energetically and genetically we are wired to optimize our energy. So um, when we know our human design, especially like people, you know, like who lead the teams, the managers, team leaders, when they understand what their people need, what their energetic capacity is, it becomes so much easier than for them to allocate resources, to set expectations that meet those people where they are at, rather than setting completely unrealistic expectation. And another big thing, it removes the judgment, you know, self-judgment, how often we compete with each other. It's like, oh, they're going to do this. They're going to stay longer than me. They're going to work harder than me. Let me keep up with them. Not realizing that we are actually completely different individuals. So putting more rest, allowing people to take time off throughout the day to rest because that will only increase their productivity, encouraging walks, encouraging, you know, self-development tools like human design, maybe even introducing like meditation practices and investing in people's personal developments, I believe is the way to go forward. Interesting. Okay. So I guess that makes me think, is this kind of a nature versus nurture thing? Is one's energy to use that term is is that inherent in us in us are we born with it is it a manifestation of our personality or is it something that's learned so yes we are all born with this energetic dna it's like an energetic blueprint we all come with it but over the years we get disconnected with it because of the society you know of the programming of the conditioning of the beliefs we accumulate so we get further and further and further away from our true nature and there's a massive disconnect and then we spend our lives literally running on autopilot and i'm you know i'm back in a corporate world i took a pause for three years but i can see people running from one meeting to another to another and then they're making decisions and then they're changing their minds and they're making decisions and changing their minds and having meeting about the same things because we don't really understand that who we are at the core is not who we think we really are. There is a big, big mismatch. So instead of doing that, and it can be very, very small, subtle changes, you know, if we just pause in our daily lives, it's we would literally see massive, massive changes. And just to give you an example, um, few it was a few months ago, we were talking about this project and we were stuck on it like i literally i could not see a solution to the problem so after the meeting i went on google and i googled answers and i was like hang on a second what am i doing let me pause and let me see you know what's what comes up so i went to sit on the couch and i often do when i don't know what to do i would literally go and sit on the couch and close my eyes and just sit in silence and then i really felt that need to go for a walk and it made no sense because it was raining, I was tired, I didn't feel like going for a walk, but I put my boots on and I went for a walk. Bill, within five minutes, I got two possible answers, two solutions. I was like, bang, 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 this is it. This is what we're gonna do. I saw the whole structure. I got back, I was so excited. I messaged my team, we got together and it was golden, you know? And this is just one example. And it keeps happening over and over and over again, because when we pause, when we slow down, we tap into our intuitive mind. And our intuition, it's it's a subconscious mind that processes 27,000 times more data than our conscious mind is. So we've got access to the wealth of information, which logically we're just not aware of. Okay, thank you very much. Lena, the next couple of questions I'm gonna ask of you 
are questions that we ask of all of our guests on the HR in review pod. Okay. So don't feel bad if you feel like you need to reiterate some of the things you've already mentioned today. That's okay. Um, okay. So the first question is as follows. If you could pass on one crucial lesson that you've learned in your career in one minute or less, what bill is that even possible? What would be your top tip for HR pros and leaders? Well, exactly what I've just said. We need to find time in our day to slow down. And even one minute a day, you know, when you start your day, this is actually the biggest one. When you start your day, first thing in the morning, don't check your emails, don't check your social media, don't make phone calls. Lie for one minute in bed and imagine your day. Our imagination is so powerful. So use that imagination because our day is going to unfold, whether consciously or unconsciously. So consciously, every morning, set an intention to how, to what you want to experience and how you want to feel during the day. It's so powerful. I really like that. I think I want to give that a go. Thank you for awesome. that one. Um, Next question. You feel free to take more than a minute if you, if you feel like you need to. And I bet you do because it's a huge question. Here it goes. Okay. What? What is the single biggest change that you think will happen in HR and leadership over the next five to 10 years? Uh, well, okay, now I'm going to use my imagination for this question. <laughs> I feel that, and even actually now, um, I can see this more and more happening. They're becoming more focused on people. We're not just treating them like, you know, it's just another person, but we're beginning to realize that every person is different and they need different approach and they have different needs. So I really feel that this is where we're going to, you know, over the next five, 10 years, it's going to become even more apparent. So we're going to literally treat every single person uh, and have this individual approach to every single person rather than just create plans and strategies and think how things should work out in a team, but have this individual approach. This is what's, this is what I'm seeing happening now. And I think it's just going to get even deeper. Just finally for today, Lena, how can our listeners connect with and learn more about you? Uh, LinkedIn is probably the best. Well, it's definitely the best. So they can just connect with me on LinkedIn. Okay. Well, that just leaves me to say for today, Lena, thank you very much for being my guest. You're most welcome. Thank you so much for having me. The HR and Review podcast is brought to you by hrreview.co.uk. hrreview.co.uk is a website dedicated to human resources and related professionals. News items are posted daily together with analysis looking in-depth at topical HR issues. You can sign up for our range of specialist newsletters at hrreview.co.uk slash sign up and follow us on Twitter at HR Review or join us on LinkedIn and Facebook. Thank you for listening.